Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's Des. So, I just wanted to preface this episode and say that we recorded this on Monday night. It's Thursday when we're releasing it, but it's Monday when we actually recorded this. Because a lot has happened in between Monday and today, which is Wednesday night when I'm recording this part here. So, a lot has happened and we're going to get to that the next episode so that'll be in two weeks also wanted to say that hey you should stream mots 7 we're currently on the mission to try to get that thing platinum we're on the mission so stream it stream those tracks stream on get into it let's work together to get that album platinum and also if you have not bought mots 7 Go and get you a copy. You can get you a physical copy. Buy those tracks digitally online separately because we wanted to count for more albums. Yes, we're on the mission. That is our goal. Let's get it popping. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. Let's get into the episode. What's good, y'all, and welcome back to What Goes On BTS. I'm Des. And I'm Viv. Yes, and we are just two Twitter mutuals who became friends, and we are major BTS fans, a.k.a. BTS stands. We decided to start a podcast because standing in 280 characters just wasn't enough. Now, we are in no way affiliated with BTS or Big Hit Entertainment. I'm going to say that every time, every podcast... <laughs> we're just regular people like you that love bts and we are hit or stand crack a couple of jokes have fun be a little informative and sometimes call out bs directed at bond time when need be hmm that hit today i hit different but most importantly we are most imp- we are here to forever ask the question what goes on bts because something is always happening and going on in the BTS world. Exactly. So what are we going to be talking about today, Viv? Okay, we have a couple number of things that we're going to be talking about today, including Idol and Mic Drop music videos hitting the 700 million mark, Black Mm -hmm. Swan Records, the... Baskin Robbins. Um, what is it exactly? <laughs> <laughs> um, like their ad and the ice cream flavor that's gonna come out. Yes, I think the the flavors are already out. <laughs> oh, are they? I just yeah, <laughs> I I think the flavors are already out. They have some very peculiar names, but it's okay. 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 Yep, and then. We have Map of the Soul, the Journey. Map of the Soul, the Journey. We have Memories 2019. And last and not least, the joy of talking about this person. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are going to address, <clears throat> we're going to address um, Melanie Joy Fantana and a little bit of Charlie Poos. Yep. Yeah. Young Subway. Yep. All right. Well, that sounds like a great time. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. So the first topic is going to be Idol and Mic Drop Remix hitting 700 million views on YouTube. Deserved. I think Idol hit it first and then Mic Drop hit it second. Oh, we just love that. I know. Quality. Two, I know. two quality gems. Like, Mic Drop is the song that made me stand. So, that watching that music video was when I was like, yes. Hello. Mm-hmm. I was a fan. I was already army, but that was like stands on. It was like, oh, okay. Yes. And I don't, I love it. It is hype at the concerts. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. The pre-concert yeah. is like everybody's waiting for Idol. Like once DNA is done, you see Steve Aoki, you know, walking down, and all of a sudden, like the energy in the stadium, everybody just kind of like, well, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. like and during the regular concert. Mm-hmm. Cause I will never forget how that stadium was. I'm telling you, the seats were shaking. The seats were shaking. We're rocking in that thing. That bass on my drop was kicking. <laughs> yes. That's gonna be my like my old folks home song. Like I'm gonna be 86 in the nursing home. And did you see my bag? Did you see my bag? What? It's on me and Clarence. Come on, Clarence. Cletus. 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 Get on up, Cletus. Come on. Come and follow me. Follow me with your signs up. Get down, Gertrude. Don't break your hip. Relax. That's going to be me. I can see this. I can actually see this happening. You see me twerking on my walker? Because I see it. I see it. (laughs) Yes. Me throwing it back on Clyde. Not the nurse. <laughs> oh, watch out then. Uh, you know, watch out. What you know about this right here? What you know. Nah, you're gonna be you're gonna be throwing it back to um Waylian. Waylian fifty two. Well, listen. <laughs> you know, one time for the one time. It was a moment. You can't tell me you don't hear it. Like you can't Whatever. I don't <laughs> Like, it was like, it just be, like, sometimes, you know, I just get overly excited. And my overly excited is just, like, to throw it back. Like, listen, it's because of where I live and where I'm from. And, like, <sighs> twerking is a way of life. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know? Like, you know, making a star and, like, you know, she got them knees, you know? Like, it's, the listen, that's what we do here. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Talking about Black Swan breaking the iTunes record for most number ones in multiple countries that was previously held by Adele. Did we talk about this last week? I can't remember. I think. Did we? Did we? Hmm. I mean, we can always talk about it again. We're going to talk about it again! <laughs> Since none of us have any recollection 
Yeah, because part of me, like, when I said it, I had, like, deja vu. And I'm like, did we talk about that? We might have talked about it briefly because I feel like the day when we recorded was the day when they were breaking them. Ah, okay. Or it was the day after or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So they broke that record, which was a major feat. We were living our best lives. That was so fun to watch on the timeline. Because they were, like, each country was gaining their number ones. That was a blast to watch. It's a blast to watch all these, you know, since we're, I don't know, we're so, we're really with this records. We're just like one after the other after the other. Mm-hmm. We keep pushing ourselves to new heights. So it's always great to see like a fandom being so, you know, immersed. Absolutely. And plus Black Swan is a phenomenal song to break all of those records because of all of what it stands for, like the lyricism of Black Swan and like what it means and all that. Like what a fantastic song to have mm-hmm. to be the one that breaks all of the records. And come quality. Quality. A masterpiece. And then Sweet Night came along and gave Black Swan the two piece pop out. And was like, get up on my spot. Hold on. Relax. Acting like spring day cousin is coming up in there oh. shooting up the charts. <laughs> and then and she's it not goes. Either. What? She's not stopping. She's just hmm. Yeah, but Sweet Night by Taeyong um came through and also broke all the same broke iTunes records for the most number ones in the country and then beat Black Swan on top of that. Got even more. Go ahead, say. Could we just love that? I love that song. It's so good. I don't know. It's great. We love it. Love to see it. We love to see it. And then also, um, I think right now, Moon is trying to climb up the iTunes records. Trying to break them iTunes records. Go ahead. And so it's on. Ooh. On this way as well. Yeah, I think Moon is like in 92, 90 something. It's in the 90s. Yeah. I think it just I think it tied with on the last that I saw earlier today was that it tied it on in spots so okay. it's like right there mm-hmm. mm. so probably next the next podcast we'll be talking about how moon broke the iTunes record as well as on probably even um even D2 is coming up deserved i forgot um mono is also oh yeah pretty pretty good it's in the hundreds yep. mm-hmm. that's right which is looking at amju okay i was like i love bts versus bts I, this is great it's a great, great, it's mm-hmm. great time. look at look at bts's only competition is bts as it should wow we love to see it. Like it's not figures, literally. <laughs> so good. It's like who beat BTS? BTS. Exactly. Mmm. Can you taste it? A flavor. We love it. We just. Mm, mm, this is mm. healthy competition. Exactly. It's all fun. Good times. Yeah. And then. Up next, speaking of flavors, got 
the Baskin Robbins ice cream flavor and then the whole leech app situation. So you're saying that the flavors are already out. The only one is it multiple? Because I only saw one that said mint something. I checked out at mint because come with Namjoon. Mint does not. Mm-mm. That is too like, It could not be me. And I'm right there with him. Like when he said, like when he said in that run episode, when he was like mint chocolate, you basically like brushing your teeth and all that. And I was like, these are all the same things I have said in my life growing up. Because my sister loves mint chocolate ice cream, and I think it's mm-hmm. absolutely wretched. And that's exactly what I used yeah. to tell. Him. I was like, bro, that is brushing. Like, why would you put chocolate and then brush your teeth with chocolate? Also, chocolate by itself is also nasty. So it's just doubly gross. Like. Ugh. What what a horrible thing to do to your mouth. Like your taste buds are shot. I don't trust you. <laughs> uh, I I also don't like chocolate like that. Because yeah, it's gross. Especially ice cream. You mm-hmm. it, it's like it tastes like a watered down version. It's so nasty. The only chocolate that tastes good, like an ice cream form, is a Wendy's Frosty. That's the only that's the only thing I like. Because it doesn't taste like regular chocolate ice cream. It, it's different. I don't know. Chocolate ice cream gross. And, so, and chocolate cake is also nasty. Like, that is Ew. disgusting. Chocolate cake is disgusting. <laughs> the only time chocolate is good is when it's mixed heavily with something else. Like, give me a Reese's. Great. A Snicker. I could do that. Peanut yep. M&M. Delicious. Yes. But you keep your chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. You keep that over there. And no, I'm not coming to your birthday party, Janet. I don't want it. Anyway, so what's the flavors? <laughs> I, I think I think these are, I think somebody listed the flavors. Um, mint chocolate chip, blueberry cheesecake, shooting star, almond bonbon, cookies and cream, very berry strawberry. And this last one, I think my mom is alien. Alien? Oh! Something about that, Puss That already exists. That's a, um... Hmm. Because that flavor, I remember they were eating that flavor in a run episode. And they were talking about it. And I was yeah, like, what they- is that? And they were talking about how, like, um, somebody that was Korean went to Baskin Robbins in the U.S. and they asked, like, can I have, like, my mom is an alien? And, like, the Baskin Robbins I hear was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Excuse me? It's like, because we don't have that. And I don't go to Baskin Robbins. We have Baskin Robbins out here. Like, it's like one that's like five minutes away from ours. And, but mm-hmm. I never I never eat at Baskin Robbins because, like, I live in Texas and we have Bluebill. Google's the best. Thing I've never had Baskin Robbins before either. Yeah, if I go out for like ice cream, it's like uh, um, usually it's not really ice cream; it's more frozen yogurt. Oh my god, I love Froyo. Froyo, oh, you're one of them. <laughs> Froyo, I love frozen yogurt. Do you also say Frye? Friday? What is that? Like, like when people that's what people be like, it's Friday, like be happy. And they be like, it's Friday instead of Friday. Oh no. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Well, we can still be friends. 
So yeah, that's why I'm like the only time like if I go out to go get like frozen something, it's like it's not even ice cream. I go get frozen yogurt. Well, not these days. I'm not going to anybody's frozen yogurt place. I'm going to my house. <laughs> but yeah, and then the let's go back to Baskin Robbins. So then the uh, an ad got leaked for Baskin Robbins. So that's weird. So are the flavors out? Because you're saying the flavors are out, and I'm like. How the flavors out when the ad got leaked and they haven't even dropped the ad yet. So what are y'all? They aren't promoting anything. That's what I'm seeing. This uh Baskin Robbins BTS has the uh, yeah. That's that's what they're saying. Okay. Well, the ad got leaked and it was like them in front of like a Baskin Robbins and like all of them were like ah smiles smiles and then Jungkook was eating some ice cream. And he looked adorable eating his cone. And that was the end of the ad. And then I was like, I only see this from coming from one place, and it's not Baskin Robbins. So I don't think that we're supposed to have this yet. And then I got back on Twitter a couple hours later, and Baskin Robbins was like, Let me tell you how we will sue y'all, and y'all keep spreading this video. <laughs> and I was like, Mmm, I knew we shouldn't have had that video. I knew it. That's not what um, they said. That's just like what I took away. <laughs> they said they would be pursuing legal. Yeah, actually, they were like, the individual spreading the video may be held legally responsible. <laughs> we hope that you will refrain from spreading or sharing it until the video is released. Well, the official video is released. But they were like talking to us like it was us that did it. It was like it probably was a leak from y'all. Like Exactly. Like how you gonna prosecute me from all the way over there? Exactly. Like how you gonna tell us like it's us, like it's the army. So the way that they were like came, you know, they were like, um, the video that's currently being spread on social media is not the final cut. And it is an unfinished video. Well, yeah, it looked unfinished, Samson, but <laughs> Which was also another year away. I was like, because mm. mm. it looked a little, it looked a little unfinished. But if they put out that same exact video, <laughs> but they ended up deleting this statement, I believe, and then posted another one. I don't know what that one said though. But they basically ignored the fact that they basically accused Army. What I heard, and then it was like just moving. Getting accused for everything. I just love that here. <laughs> yes, everything we do, everything it, it's us. Yes, we we hacked into your mainframe and stole a nice, a nice cream ad. Yep, we did it. We wanted to see Jungle eat that ice cream on that cone. We did it. It was us. We were thieves in the night. It was us. No, something I leaked from y'all, and if it gets leaked, Army will find it. First of all, if anything, we're not gonna get this flavors over here. Maybe we're not. In Robin's Korea, so it, it has nothing to do Robin's- with me. No, yeah, it was best. I should just justify that. That's not the word. Specify that 
it was from Baskin and Robbins Korea. Baskin and Robbins Korea is the one that was making the statements. So yes, it doesn't have anything to do with us, but at the same time, it kind of does because then we all get lumped together. Y'all not about to be sending me no cease and desist lawyer. I mean, let me. a lawyer. Yes, mail me a lawyer. No, and I don't send me a cease and desist letter from Korea. That's ridiculous. Over and over That Big Hit doesn't even sue like the aunties, like international, like you know, haters. So mm-hmm. how how is Baskin Korea gonna get me all the way from here? Listen, I didn't I didn't spread the video because I didn't feel like we were supposed to have it. I just it was it was a little they were just talking a little hot for coming at coming at us kind of little little left when we weren't the ones that even did it. And then they had to come back and be like, our apologies, it was our fault. Like, you know, it got leaked and, you know, we're going to try to fix it. I can't remember. I don't know exactly what it said. I'm paraphrasing. Because I, I didn't like, like the other statement I had right in front of me, like verbatim what they said. But this one, like it was translated. Uh-huh. So, but the other one, the one that came after the fact, that's basically what they said. I'm paraphrasing. And they basically, they deleted this one, the original one, where they came with us hot. And then they were like, oh, our bad. It was us. And it's like, we knew that. Why not apologize to us? But of course, we ain't going to get no apologies. And it's like, listen, if you want us to buy your ice cream, even though I'm in the U.S., you come with us correctly. <laughs> but like, also, Baskin Robbins U.S., like, also, can you grab these flavors? Because I want to taste it. Because when they were talking about it in that run episode, the my mom's an alien or whatever, something about the alien. I, that's not what it's called. I know that's not what it's called. I think Whatever. that's what it's called. That is, I was right. My mom's an alien. Yeah, that's what it's called. Cool. So when they were talking about my mom's an alien, look at me being smart and knowing things. When they were talking about my mom's an alien on the uh, on the run episode, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds delicious." Well, not that it sounds delicious. That's the wrong word. That sounds intriguing. I would like to know what that tastes like. What is that flavor profile? But. If the flavor already exists, so how is that a BTS flavor? I don't trust it. You know what's funny to me? It's mm-hmm. like how we always get excited for these, um, like these ads, like you know, these collabs with like you know certain brands, and then come to find out, oh, they're only gonna be in Korea. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> we'd be like, yay for y'all! And I'm just like, wow, it must be nice. Cause you remember that one time they had the Starbucks one. Yeah. Yeah, that was only in Korea. Mm-hmm. Just like, we, wow, we, we legitimately get nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Even when they were um advertising when they were like um the like when they were advertising for like the Puma things. Mm-hmm. We I don't even think there was anything. It was all available only in Korea. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, dang it! Hi, they had Puma remains superior. I'm sorry, I've seen the filler stuff. I'm just like, um, but I didn't want. Okay, Puma shoes weren't like, like I had such high hopes for Fila. 
Because, like, the Puma shoes, the only time I would be like, oh, okay, because they weren't really my style. The only times mm-hmm. I would like, say they looked good was when they were on Jungkook's feet. I was like, mm. But his feet are, like, narrow. And my feet are fat. And I'm like, I don't, the way my feet, my foot is set up, it's not going to look good in that shoe. But the feet look, like, shoe, like, the chunky shoe and all that, I was like, this is basically what Jungkook wears as well as Hosa. Like, this is it. Just like how mm-hmm. Samsung was perfect for Yoongi. He's been promoting Android for so long. <laughs> this was perfect for him. And like I felt the same way about Fila. I had such high hopes. I was like, their style matches perfectly. And then we got what? Basura for ads. Complete trash. Dumpster juice. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad, but it just wasn't good as Puma. <laughs> Am I over exaggerating? Yes. The point is, is that it wasn't as good as Puma. And like is it the one where they had edited like the members so much is it that one no that was the um that was the body friend but then it wasn't there was (laughs) yo that last ad for body friend was hilarious (laughs) jungle being frozen in that chair and (laughs) jimmy with his ice pick trying to chip him out yo I was dead. I was dying. (laughs) (laughs) The body friend ads are winning. The body friend ads are so funny. It's so campy. It's hilarious. And then then Junga goes at the end like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jimmy, come over here and chip out your brother. He frozen in that chair again. Somebody said it was like um, Jack from Titanic. <laughs> I had just swallowed some water. I almost spit it on my computer. <laughs> oh, man. I hope that's not picking up on the audio. I was like, if you're laughing so hard and start squeaking, I'm like, please, like, no, don't pick that up. Okay. Okay. Next topic. Let's <laughs> move on to, <laughs> to the possible. Oh, no. Let's talk about memories first. Memories oh, yeah. 2019 that got announced that that's going to be dropping, and the pre orders are going to start tomorrow, I think, or the day after tomorrow. I don't know. Well, tomorrow when we're recording this, by the time you're listening to this, if you didn't get your memories DVD, well, I don't know what to tell you, fam. They probably sold out. So this is not helpful at all for you. <laughs> yes. But it's going to have, probably should have pulled up the Weverse press release, but it's basically going to have like 10 hours of footage. And part of it's gonna be the concert, um, from Rose Bowl, the stadium concert. The love yourself, speak yourself tour. So that'll be fun, and it has all kinds of behind the scenes stuff. Okay, so this is what the memories set includes. I'm looking at the Blu-ray version. I probably should look at the DVD version. Hold on. Hold on. 
yeah let's go for the more affordable option if you're getting the blu-ray then that's on you um i'm gonna be reading out the specs for the broke keys what is blu-ray more expensive yeah of course the blu-ray version is always more expensive I usually get the DVD version, even though I have a Blu-ray player. Like, it looks fine. Okay. So, this is what's included with the DVD version. You get a ring binder and cover. No, a ring binder cover. There we go. And photo book. So, it's basically going to be pictures, like, in a binder. So, that's how my memories is. 2017 it's just like pictures in a binder and they're all crisp and clear and beautiful you're gonna love them and it comes with six discs and i think it's 10 hours worth of footage which is monstrosities and you have so much content to consume you get a paper frame and a postcard a photo index what is that don't know some little book what's that don't know a folding mini-, mini booklet. Ooh, a folding mini booklet. What's that? Don't know. A photo card. Yes. Okay, so on disc one, you get the BCS World Tour, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, Los Angeles, part one, because you get a whole concert with this. And then on disc two is part two, which is probably going to be like the last like six songs or four. Usually the encore is on disc two. And mm-hmm. then uh and then you get the making film on this too. So Rose Bowl armies. Live your best life. You get to relive your concert. Yes. And you get to watch the making film for your concert. So yay fun. Disc three is the Golden Disc Awards making film. The Love Yourself Speak Yourself Japanese, no, Japan edition making film. The Persona Album Jacket making film. The Soul Music Awards making film. The 2019 Grammy Awards making film. The Fifth Monster Magic Shop poster and MD making film, which we already had got making stuff during Monster. So, like, you get extra stuff. Look at this. Okay. And then, because the the actual Monster DVDs, they had making films already. Okay, then you also get the RM Map of the Soul Persona um, compact trailer making film, which I don't know if that's going to be different from the Bong Time Bomb or if that's going to be the same thing. I hope not. Hopefully it's different. And then you get the Boy With Love featuring Halsey and B making film. This four is, ooh, this is so much content, babe. Jeez, I'm looking at this and my eyes are like, I'm, I feel like Jimmy when he saw Nam June's speech. Oh, 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 okay. This four, this four is the Let Me So Speak Yourself VCR making film. The Let Me So Speak Yourself briefing and practice making film. Saturday Night Live making film. The Persona Press Conference and Music Broadcasting making film. The 2019 Festa Family Portrait making film. The 2019 Billboard Music Awards making film. The Voice slash GMA Summer Concert Series 2019 and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert as well as iRadio Live, iHeartRadio Live, sorry, misspoke, making film. <sighs> BTS does so much. Okay. This five. 
Still got two more discs. Stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me, this. It's a lot. Okay. This five is the is the Chicago concert making film. Yay, that's me. <laughs> it's also the New Jersey making film. Yay, me? that's you. Yeah. And then the Paris making film, the Osaka making film. Hmm. I don't know. Continue. Oh, I was like, you did not go to Paris. Relax. I thought you said that's me, and I was like, that's not you. You did not go. <laughs> oh, the the final at Soul making film, and uh, the who? Oh, this is a Japanese. This is a Japanese. Um, like uh place oh but i'm not familiar with how shizukawa shizu s-h-i-z-u-o-k-a i I feel uncultured shizukoa shizuoka shizuoka making film there we go i got there hooked on phonics sound them words out And then, and then the, the 2019 summer package behind film, as well as the J-Hope Chicken Noodle Soup MV making film. I'm interested in that. Hopefully, again, it's not the same as the Bonsai Bomb. As well what as... Look, listen. I'm going to be in Bond PD's office. How dare you put Bonsai Bombs on these DVDs? I have questions. I have questions. Don't make me go get my bodyguard Subin. Okay. And then also the last thing on this disc, disc five, is the VCR making film for the Speak Yourself, the Love Yourself, Speak Yourself final and soul. But again, I'm telling okay. Disc six is the VCR making film part two for the final. And so this is the the one they had in October. And then you have the BTS World Tour, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, Saudi Arabia making film. Dang, man. Everybody, everybody get making films. I'm interested in that one too because that was Jimmy's birthday time. Um, And then you have the winter package behind film. How do you have? How do you get more behind than what was already in the winter package that was behind the scenes of the winter package that came with the winter package? Is the behind behind of the winter package? Like what? Okay. And then the MMA slash the MAMA the Mamas of VCR and practice making film, and then the 2019 MMA making film, and then the 2019 Mama Awards making film, as well as the 2019 Our Heart Radio Jingle Ball and Variety Hitmaker Awards making film. I'm interested to see that Variety one because isn't it that party that they went to? It was mad awkward. Oh, I want to yeah. see that. Every clip that <laughs> they just sitting there like, well, we here. And now we're going home. Okay. It must be never goes to like any after party. It, it was like a chilled event. <laughs> 
<laughs> Must have been just awkward because everybody else is just like talking to each other and you're just over there like you know like and then they were like sitting like it looked like in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, so they stood out like who are these guys? <laughs> and, was, and then like I feel I feel like at one point they were asking Andrew like, oh God. they were like, oh we don't know what they're saying and Andrew was like, oh just sit here like Going on. I feel like they got their little ward and dip. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, and then last but not least, it is the Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve making film. Yeah. We brought in the new year of 2020. We had such high hopes. Uh-uh. Then just all turned to crap. Anyway, yes. So that's what you get. The set is like coral and white. It's very cute. I'm really down with this coral color. Do we know how much it's going to cost? Not today we don't, but probably, you know, y'all know now, but not right now. Uh, BT, I was going to say BTS. Big Kid does not tell us how much things are going to cost. They'd be like, this thing is going on sale. This is the day. Just bring your wallet. Prepare yourself. Prices, you don't need to know yet. Just bring your wallet. Bring your credit cards. We'll figure it out. Just prepare your funds. Anywhere between like fifty and four hundred and seventy-five dollars. Just what? Have that. I feel like because you never know. Depending on the merch, depending on what it is. Like remember they police those like uh the the blood sweat and tears shirts. <laughs> Those things were astronomical. <laughs> Those shirts were like two hundred something dollars a piece. It's like, mm. you remember that? Because you texted me and you were like, "Des, why are these shirts on arm and leg?" And they still sold out. It, they sure did. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you, it's the budget is like. $50 to $475. <laughs> My memories isn't going to be that much. It's probably be around like 80 uh, But yeah. Oh, okay. Here's pictures of everything. So like the little mini booklet. It looks it's a memories book. It kind of looks like a, like a notebook. I don't know. And then the oh, and the folding mini booklet it's pictures of the boys like folded in a mini booklet, like the name specifies. But <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. I know the photo cards are different from the Blu ray and the DVD. I think they're different. Oh. Yeah, from whenever I looked at both the notices, I was like, these photo cards are different. And I think that then the Blu ray, it might have like a little bit more different stuff. Like in regards to not the disc, not what's included on the disc, but all of what you get in with the rest of the set, like you know, the booklet and all that, it might be a little bit different. But yeah, but that's the gist. So and the memories is worth it. But once again, if by the time y'all listening to this, then that thing probably already sold out. You might be able to get it like on some third party websites like Choice Music LA, stuff like that. They're pretty good. Yep. 
now let's move on to this possible Yungi and Max collab. Ooh. Possible. It's possible. Yeah, so somebody uncovered and saw that there's a song registered that's written by Max as well as Yungi. Some other people on there too. I don't have a shot right in front of me. Otherwise, I would give them their credit because their credit is due. And people don't know how to do that, but you know. I mean, hey. So. But credit to them too. But Max and Yungi were both listed on there, and it's like, mmm, what's cooking? What's happening? Not saying that this, it might not even come out, but it might. We just know the song's registered. So, look at Yugi out here just living his best year. <laughs> no, he's flourishing and he has friends. He has a friend. Oh, and I was like, I said, oh, it's kind of almost like they're gonna trade a feature for a feature. Like that's giving me real hip hop. Like that's how it be. It'd be like, okay, I a feature for a feature. I was like, look at real hip hop ish in friendship. That's cute. I like it. It's cute. When is Max born? Are they the same age? Max Schreier is it? Girl, they might actually be. He might be because Max is older. Ah, uh, yeah, they're the same. They're the same, actually. They're born the same. Actually, no. Um, he's a ninety-two liner, isn't? Sugar's a ninety-three liner. Yeah. Talking. Okay. So like, yeah. I want him to have a same age friend. I know he wants one. Dang mm-hmm. it, Max, you were so close. <laughs> I bet your parents bump and grind just a couple months later. <laughs> Dog it. Yeah, because I was like, I knew Max was older. And guess what I just found out today? What? Speaking of Max. Ooh. So, Max. Speaking oh, of Max. Okay. okay. So, I had already been listening to Max's songs prior to the Yugi collab. We've gone through this. Yep. You already knew who Max was. I already knew who Max was. Mm-hmm. So, but the way, because the way I was introducing him is through that Nickelodeon show. And then I remember whenever like, he started releasing music, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, he's just going by Max now? Because I knew him as Max Schneider. Okay. <laughs> I literally brought up a clip from that Nickelodeon show where I remember him singing like, the other day. Sorry, I gotta take a sip of water because I'm about to have a coughing attack. My throat is just out of the clothes randomly as I was speaking. Okay. So, yeah. So, I did not know. Today, I was listening to Max. I was listening to this other song. <sighs> My mind is, is blanking on me right now. It's a song that I already know. It's, it features a little Uzi. I can't think of the name of it right now. Anyway, I was listening to that song. And then... This other song came out after it. Grant, now, I listened to songs from this album. They all are from the same album, but I had never listened to the album straight through. I only listened to, like, certain songs that I had just okay. found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that Max sang the song, like, Lights Down Low. 
I yeah. did not know that that was me. I did not know that that was him until it came on today when the Spotify like played it in the shuffle. I was shook. I was like, excuse me? I love that song. It used to come on all the time in my job. And I'd be like, oh, this song jams. Who sings this song? But I never looked it up or never shazammed it. I never looked it up. I'd be like, well, I'm going to hear it tomorrow because they play it like three times a day at work. And I just liked it. And it's been like a year. And dog, it, that's next. <laughs> Girl, it shook. I was shook. That is a jam, I, y'all. I love that song. He is very it's, beautiful. I know he sounds so good on that song. Oh, I'm so mm. mad that I didn't realize that was him. So who do you think it was? I didn't know who it was because to me his voice sounds a little bit different on that song. I didn't know who it was. I was like, whoever is whoever singing this song, I thought like, oh, maybe it's just an artist that I'm not aware of. Well, clearly. <laughs> Especially at the end, we hitting them ad libs. Max said, So that song up. This baby will just break the skins. So good. Okay. Yeah, a jam. Who knew? I'm so mad because I listen to songs that's on that album. It's from that Hell's Kitchen album. I'm so mad. Anyway, go listen to that song, y'all. Bop. Get some great songs. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Uh, if this collab comes to fruition, I'm excited to see what comes from it. I would love to see how Yungi does on a track by Max. You know, we get the opposite of it because let me tell you, Burn It is top tier. Burn It is quality. <laughs> Let's go. What? Let me not start singing that song because I get hyped. Yeah, Burn It is it. So I'm excited to see what would happen. Yes. So I'm excited for that. Go ahead and drop a max. You know, I had to go ahead and follow you on Twitter uh, the other day. I was like, listen, I'm in. Just because I didn't follow him. I was like, I'm in. Like, let's go. And now I thought thought all this time I was following him. I did too because he was always on my timeline. (laughs) And I'm just, and then I went, like, you know, like how you ghost over somebody's like, you know, profile or username, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, why not? Why? I could have sworn I was following him. I really could have sworn. Mm-hmm. Oh, but anyway, I followed I him. I thought I started following him after D2 came out, but I guess I didn't. I don't know. I was like, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy you. Like, I enjoy your voice. So I'm in. Like, let's go. Now I know that you sing a song that I really like. Like, let's get it. I like I like the moon. Okay, locals. Anyway, we recorded like for a hot minute. And we did not take a break. So we probably should do that. I say we should break. Pay some bills. And by pay some bills, I mean not pay them at all because we don't run ads here. Maybe one day, but it ain't today. (laughs) 
So we're just going to take a break. And then we're going to come right back and we're going to get into um, Map of the Soul, the journey, Map of the Soul set in the journey. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and Young Subway and Lil Fanta. <laughs> so we'll see y'all when we get back. <laughs> oh, turn the lights, turn the lights down low. Yeah, now I'm feeling you breathing slow. I know what you're thinking, Viv can sing. Yes, I can, but a girl cannot hold a note for too long. But you know what I can hold? Memories of 2019 DVD. Were y'all able to secure that bag? Y'all better get to it before they sell out, which I think they already did, so whoops. But anyway, thank you to everyone who has been tuning in to our podcast. And if this is your first time, you can listen to old and recent episodes on the Anchor app, on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Now, let's dive into Map of the Soul 7, The Journey! Welcome back to the second segment of the episode, where we discuss Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, and sometime later on, we discuss Melanie and Charlie Puth. So, let's start with good things. Let's start with the good things before, you know, we get into that. So, um... (laughs) So BTS released their um, much-anticipated album, A Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, and obviously it was a chart topper, and it sold um, quite a huge amount on its first day on Oricon charts with, I think, 400 and something thousand sales. So, woohoo, BTS. Yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, should we go through, like, down the songs? Sure. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's go through, you know. Mm-hmm. And the album is mostly composed of, like, just, like, the Japanese version of, like, their songs. And I want to say one, two, three, four, five, and, like, five new songs. If you count the intros and the outros. Mm, okay. Yeah. Is it five? So, two. Is it five? I'm pretty three, sure it's five. Is it? Is it? Wait, no. Lights is an old oh, song. Lights is old. Yes, it's four. Okay, yeah. So four. Once again, thanks for correcting me. Because I'm, you know, the, I don't know. I, I'm not on my A game these days. But anyway, there's just too much happening. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to start with um, intro calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, um, yeah, it's a, it's more so just a melody. Yeah. Very, I like it, though. Very haunting, very... Yes! I was gonna say yeah. the exact same thing. Go for it. Especially Lip. that, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I like it. I really love it. Yes. What a great way to start the album. It's definitely, that's the exact word I was going to use. Haunting. Yeah. All right. And <clears throat> yeah, we're going to, this is going to be brief. It's not going to be so long. So we're on to Stay Gold. We already discussed this one and, you know, we gushed about it and how yes. much we loved it. Because it's a jam. Yeah. So Stay Gold out there. Yes. Jungkook said, in a world where it's cold, you gotta stay gold. Period. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that on that. And also, Namjoon has a dog. Thank you. Yes, it does. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have a um, Boy With Love Japanese version. Okay. I don't know if I listened to this one. Oh. I told you, um, I didn't have, I didn't listen to this album. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's a lie. I'm pretty sure I listened to it, but I was listening to it while I was working, so okay. it's not like registered. Like every every single thing registered. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it. pretty much it's the same thing for me. Like I don't have anything to say for this one. You know, it's boy with love. You know. Yeah. It's just Japanese version, so you know mm-hmm. it's a good song. Yeah, that's yep. Next up, we have "Make It Right" on its tenth. Of- <laughs> <laughs> what version this is of "Make It Right"? Jesus Christ! I don't know. I'm at this point <laughs> number nine hundred and seventy-seven. <laughs> Same thing I thought, bro. We share one brain. I was like, ooh, would you look at that? <laughs> yes. Once again, a spot that home should have. Like, look at you. Look at you. Look at you and look at you. <sighs> look at Mickey Wright getting getting all this attention. I don't know. Another version. It's okay. It's Another. not like Mickey Wright. Mickey Wright's not a bad song. Mickey Wright's a good song. Look at that. Mm-hmm. People give Make It Right a lot of flat, and it's not like it's a bad song, because Make It Right is actually a jam. Yeah. It's just that home deserves some love. Make It Right. Exactly. And you see, when you don't give one thing one love, people are bound to, you know. <laughs> exactly. Although, when y'all say it's overplayed, nobody is overplaying it but you and your Spotify. So, that sounds like an issue between you, because definitely... Like especially like if you live in the U.S., like it's not coming on on the radio. Like the DJs aren't playing it. That's a whole nother thing. So nobody's overplaying it but you. So you talking about it's overplayed? That's that's an issue between you and your play button, ma'am. Oh, I wish. I know. Like I don't want to hear overplayed. <laughs> By who? You and your Spotify. You and your Apple Music. You and your title subscription? <laughs> okay. Um, next, we're going to move on to Dionysus. Now. <clears throat> Let's talk about how hard Dionysus went. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that Japanese version came through with the pow pow. Like, 
What happened? I was not I was not expecting this. What? What is happening? Oh no, I'm listening. No, you know, like when we're like literally going down through the songs, I listen to them again. Oh, okay. I thought that something was actually happening. Like besides the song. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, what's going on? Like we've been recording and like Namju just dropped the whole song, fam. And like the last time, like Jungle like posting Weverse pics. I'm like, I thought something had happened like that. And you like, I was not expecting this. Like you have listened to the song already. What have you I don't stop this? I don't have time for your shenanigans. Anyway, go ahead and talk about today's song. (laughs) Got me over here freaking out. No reason. No, the song is so good. It could have been like um <clears throat> like an intro to like an action anime. Hmm. 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 I can see it. I see it more as like a fight scene. I see it more like um you watched Attack on Titan, right? No, I started it, but I never finished it. I only watched like half an episode. I really need to watch Attack on Titan. Don't don't talk about don't talk about it. I need to watch the show. I'm so mad. I'm so, I'm so talking about it. I saw the edit that they did though. Okay, it's giving me. I'm telling you, it's giving me fight scene. Like imagine like okay, because that you know like it hits it hits super duper hard. So imagine like Kingsman. Like Kingsman is going because that the that the Japanese version, like I don't know something about them syllables, like it hit even harder than the Korean version. Not saying that it's better. I'm talking about the actual words, like cut harder. So, like imagine Kingsman with Dionysus playing in the back, like a Kingsman fight, like a little shootout, like ha 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 ha, like you know jumping all over cars, da 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 da, what a party! And then somebody's like flipping in there, Tommy, like what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I see it. I see it in the future like Raven. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this Japanese version though is slippity slaps. Like it's it. It's really yeah, it. Wow. Yep. Like Yungi's voice is deeper than the ocean. Like he was already giving me everything I needed on the Korean version because I love when he goes boingy. Like that is it speaks to my spirit. Listen <laughs> to it. So, and then on here, his voice is even deeper. I can't remember the word that he uses for that part, but I was like, the first time I was like, oh, wait. It's even worse. <laughs> like, oh, all right. And then the chorus is just like, oh, it's just good. It's good. Exactly. When the night comes, mumble, mumble, mumble. And when the night comes, tumble, tumble, tumble. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Next up, we have Idol. Now, Idol was telling me to the Korean version. Well, on like I think the Korean version is like a little bit softer. With this Japanese version, I don't know. Maybe it's like like how you say it, like you know, it's like the words you know are different. So this one was like. Telling me to aggressively love myself. <laughs> like that's 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 me. I was like, wow, they really they really want me to love myself. 
All right. Next up, we have um, airplane part two. <clears throat> Don't have that, anything to say on this one. Yeah, that one's that one's an older one too. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. There's a whole yeah. music video for this version. Like, yeah, it's about airplane part two. Japanese version. Go watch the music video. It slaps. There's rain. Jungkook's in it. They're all yeah. in it. It's a great time. That video yeah. slap. Like, that video, I like it. It's low key, but effective. Okay. All right. Next, we have fake love. Why are you sad? I don't know. Nanny Mo. Yeah. <laughs> That's my literally thoughts. my favorite line to say. <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh, what is it in Airplane Part 2? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. Let me go listen. It's, um, Yugi's line. Oh, oh, I'm blinking, Ben. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> you be like, ga, 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 but he goes, ha, 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 instead. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of the ga 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 ga, you know, that part. Yeah. Part that was like, ha ha ha. Cute. Ho 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 ho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're. Okay, what is the next song? <laughs> okay, next we have Black Swan. Uh, oh, okay. Black Swan is already a bop. As it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much to say on this one. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. Next. On. I feel the same way. This is the Japanese, it's the Japanese version of all these songs. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. The only thing with this one is also again me being mad aggressive on this track. <laughs> like I, I felt some certain way with Nam June and Sugar. Mm-hmm. Especially considering um there's that line that goes, um, look at my feet, look down. Oh something in in this one. I forget it. In this one, there's something Nam June says after that. I, I can't recall, but it sounds good. But yeah. Oh, shadows like me. Yeah, he said shadows like me, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I love that part. Yes. You know, I, I live for the look at my feet, look down moment because I always be saying that Namjoon just be walking. Like that's my, like that's how I feel when I see Namjoon. Like he is just so fine. And last time he just be walking, I'd be like, look at Namjoon, he just be walking. And then he made a lyric. He was like, look at my feet, look down. I was like, exactly, King. You just be walking, and there you go. <sighs> He's wow. like peasant. Exactly. Step on me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh no, don't be one of those. <laughs> I was like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding real quick before you like don't try me. Alright, moving on. We have lights. Mm-hmm. Lights is old, but lights is lights is a jam. Huh? 
I was like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, I was saying it's old. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. Well, old, not old, actually, but you know, it's already it's been released. Right. There we go. It's last year's, but. Yeah. It's a great song. Again, great video. Go jam. Great message. Mm-hmm. Great melody. Yep. That sounds good. All right. Next, we have <clears throat> Your Eyes Sell, which was co-written and composed by our golden maknae, Jungkook. JK. That's right. So good. Mm-hmm. Bokolan ate this up. Bokolan did what he needed to do. Once again, like I said last time, Jen clocked in and ready. Always. When it's, when it's Japanese single time, Jen is here. He is prepared. He has prepared everything that he needed to do. And he showed up on time in his best outfit to give you what you needed. And you will greatly appreciate it. I know my ears did. Same. And that live. Phenomenal. Uh, Phenomenal. I think we're not supposed to share like that, you know, like, because we're not supposed to be sharing the um the Japanese, like, you know, like the videos. Oh yeah. I guess they really copyrighted on Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I still, I still DM them to myself. Because <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's too good. I don't wanna light I, I mean I don't wanna RT it onto my TL, but still. What I did is as it was playing live, I screen recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have it. I just screen recorded that thing. I was like, I'm not gonna share it. Nobody will ever see it. I'm you not gonna get me vocabulary, but do I have it? Maybe, but if you are somebody that does copyright in Japan, no, I don't. I don't have it at all. And it was all a lie. It's all fabricated. It's entertainment for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Why would I do that? I, would, I don't even know how to screen record things. Like, what? What is that? so yeah guys um, be on the lookout for that don't be RTing, embedding, whatever you know, don't risk your accounts get getting suspended yeah don't, play, yeah, don't play with Japanese content, especially the music mm-hmm. you do not play with Japanese mm-hmm. remember I don't know if you remember um, when um, UMG, like they um I don't know what was happening with blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, I was just thinking about that. Yes, I do remember Ooh. that. I remember yes. that. I remember how angry we were because they took down. They took down they took everything. Everything. Yes, it took down lyric videos. <laughs> Nothing. It took down lyric videos. They took down the actors' videos. They took down everything. Ooh. And it didn't have to be the Japanese version. It was the regular version. It was like the Korean versions. They was taking out yeah, everything. Know. Yeah, that was when I learned how 
hardcore the Japanese copyright was. Yep. That's exactly and what I always think of. I think about that blood fantasy because that was a time, baby. I was I was on Twitter, but I, like we said, I, I wasn't on Twitter. Talk- it was like every reactor was talking about how their video got taken down because back then I was watching a couple of people. I don't watch reactors anymore. So mm-hmm. back then I watched a couple of people. That that time people were mad. People were like they were trending hashtags. No, and I really was not. I wasn't paying attention to Twitter yet. I knew because I was just out here just mocking Twitter. I, I did not have an account, but you can always see the trends. You don't have to have an mm-hmm. account to see what's trending. That's where I used to get like my info. Like, oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. People saying, I just see the trending topics. And it was um UMG something, blood, sweat, and tears. Going to check. Well, there's no more blood, sweat, and tears, I guess. Ridiculous. Yep, so y'all be careful me there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last but not least, we have Outro the Journey. Yeah, again, like, this song is... It gives me, like, haunting vibes, too. Like, it's... At the intro and outro, I don't know. I, I like them, though. I think... I think BTS has very, like... Their intros and outros for like the Japanese albums are very intriguing. They're very unique. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. It was um the the one the album where they have the "Don't Leave Me." Oh, the "Face Yourself." Mm-hmm. That intro, I think it's called "Ring Wad Daring" or something. Oh, girl, I cannot even. It was an interesting name for the intro, and I remember because people were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's like, I don't know. I just love their intros and outros. I mean, same thing goes for Korean, you know. Yeah. But, I, but they're quite interesting. Exactly. I was about to say, don't you dare play intro persona. Oh, no, girl, I cannot. That's Still my ringtone. Like <laughs> Still my ringtone. Isn't, um, what am I to you? Who I'm blanking? I'm blanking. What am I to you? Isn't that an intro? I want to say it is. It is. What am I to you? What am I to you? Uh, I was pretty sure. I think it's on their um, school. I album That's why I was like, it's an intro, but I couldn't remember which album was on. Blinking. It's like, like, I'm not on my stand game. Oh, never I can't mind. remember. It is- Ooh, it is on uh, Danger? No, a Dark and Wild. Is that the intro for Dark and Wild? It? Yeah, it's the intro. Girl, we should know oh. this. <laughs> I know, because I literally just got a Dark and Wild album, finally. Uh, see, you should know this. <laughs> exactly, because Dark and Wild, I love that album. I tell you, it's late. That's why I was like, that's just sad. Oh, I can this. Come here, I'm about to take you higher. We about to set this love on fire. Na, 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 na. Oh, what a whatever. Such a great song. It's fine. Back and wild was an album. Back and wild was an album. Y'all go stream oh. it. Yes, it was such oh my gosh. And then 
the HYYH albums, oh my gosh, quality, like that era, that time, that dark mm. wild HYYH, oof, oof, mm. quality music. So listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what we're supposed to be talking about. We're supposed to be talking about these shop. Whatever, we're done. <laughs> yep, and that was our. <laughs> Very short review of the uh, Map of the Soul 7th Journey. Now, this is the part we've all been waiting for. This is the grand finale of this episode. I suggest you grab yourself a seat and some popcorn because we are about to get into it, fam. Before then, just a quick reminder that if you want to keep up with our podcast, where we usually announce when episodes are dropping, which is every two weeks, Or if you have a question, concern, or just a comment, our Twitter is at WGOBTS. We would also highly, highly appreciate it if you guys could rate us on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, this is going to be so good. So let's go. Welcome back to the third segment of the podcast. Last but not least, we are going to address the Two or multiple tweets by Charlie Puth and lastly, Melanie Fontana. And this is going to be out here with the receipts. <laughs> what? 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 Wait. Uh, calm down. Don't put that pressure on me. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? We both do. Wow. That was... That was a lot of. You didn't have to do me like that. Just put the spotlight. Not, there was no pressure. Wow. Well, she says sarcastically. <laughs> so with this one, we're gonna start with Charlie Puth first, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, with this one, it was literally out of the blue. We were just minding our own business on army twitter just you know doing our thing you know reacting to meme edited videos just breaking records out here and then this individual starts coming out to like oh you know like he's gonna address like you know the toxic like how certain fans are toxic Mm. and then he said that you know like people were sending him like nasty messages and like telling him like you know he was only like you know he was using bts for cloud and then we were just like where did this even come from exactly nobody knew what was going on he starts tweeting all this stuff we were just minding our business we were actually in the middle of trying to break the black swan itunes record that's what everybody was focusing on everybody was all up on the black swan thing and then here he go talking about some oh my gosh this dangerous toxic internet screaming match between fandoms has got to stop i'm 28 years old so it doesn't really mean anything to me when some person i don't know writes nasty messages to me saying things like quote unquote i use bts for clout i don't know what that means i love those guys and they're super talented if it didn't mean anything to you why are you tweeting about it like if you're not so bothered by it then why are you even addressing it and then we learned it was for his song that was coming out like a few days later. Exactly. 
clout. The thing that you don't know the meaning of, supposedly. Supposedly. Because what was happening was that it looked like a bunch of TikTok people went and flooded his TikTok and was like, I think they said, like, you remember when you used JK? I think that's what it was that they were saying. But instead of addressing it on TikTok, he then decides to come and tweet it at us. And literally all of the Twitter arm, none of us knew what was going on. Because each sector of the fandom pretty much has their own thing. Like, yeah, might be some crossover here and there. But Army Twitter is probably like the loudest. So you got you got Army Twitter, you got your Army TikTok people, you got your Army Instagram folks, your YouTube armies, your Facebook armies. Like, we don't be crossing like that. So when you came over with all that mess from TikTok, none of us knew what was going on. Literally, all of my whole timeline was like, what is he talking about? We literally forgot you existed. We forgot. Nobody was worried about you. We hadn't said anything about you in two years. You have your different armies, and those armies do not intersect. Some do, you know, but a small amount. So a lot of times, if something's happening on one platform and you bring it to a different platform, we do not know what it is that you're talking about. And you just cause mass confusion. And we just feel called out out of nowhere. And so if you have a problem on TikTok, you probably should have took that up on TikTok. Because none of us knew what you were talking about because we do not talk about you here. And I don't want to see nobody bringing up a tweet with one like. That does not count. Don't, don't bring up no receipts of like, well, you guys were talking about it. It has one like, no engagement. Nobody's talking about it, love. You know how many million of us is on this app? That one like don't count. That tweet don't count. Move along. In the grand scheme. Nobody was talking about him here on this app. I'm telling you, look, we legit, like, do not think of Charlie Booth. We don't care. Like, this album, this um, article is getting nothing. Absolutely nothing. We have nothing for you, Charlie. Exactly. You got, you got them tweets. You got a couple tweets that definitely was telling you that we were just minding our business. This is how literally how people were responding. Let me see if I can find that tweet because I had I got off of it. Let's see. Can... Always the tweets talking about BTS that get like the most engagement. Look at them exactly. And then a bunch of people instead of uh writing articles about BTS, um breaking records. Here we go. We got articles of the fandom is attacking Charlie Puth. We got eighty five thousand articles that got no engagement because we paid them dust. Somebody's like, we don't know what armies on TikTok are doing. We have no connection with them. Like, bro, why are you bringing TikTok beefs to Twitter? Post your your love and peace manifesto over there and leave us alone. Exactly. I agree. I concur with at Mono's playlist. At DR Hosek said, bro, we busy right now. Because we were trying to break the black swan record. Like, nobody cares, Charlie. Like, we did not know what he was talking about. See, you see all of this? This is what was happening. Nobody knew. He was like, we are busy. <laughs> anyway. That was a mess. It was. 
And maybe you. You know, I don't know how your song went because I didn't I didn't listen to it and I didn't hear it and them articles didn't get no clicks. So you didn't get press from us. And I that know. I don't know. I don't care for his music. It's not like I listened to it even before then. So no. Yeah. It's not like I, I was actively out here like, oh, Charlie Pooh's music. No. If I heard your song, it was prob- probably being played on the radio. That's it. Yep. That's part of my word. I know we don't talk anymore. I know that song, and mm-hmm. I know because I'll give him the songs I know, and I know um, when I see you again, the Wiz Khalifa. Yep. Same. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's... Yes. I think that's about it for Charlie. For me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yep. Well, so moving on, let's jump into Miss Melanie Joy Fontana. Yeah. I think that is her name. So if you guys do not know who Melanie Joy Fontana is, she writes, she helped write music for BTS. She's a songwriter. Not just for BTS. She also works with other artists. She's a songwriter. Who's signed to Universal. Mm -hmm. Actually. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she signed to Universal, and like I said, she she she's a songwriter. And so she's some of the songs like she's written on, or Boy with Love. She also wrote mm-hmm. on Stay Gold and the song in question. While this kicked off, this last thing kicked off, which is Sweet Night. So. What happened is is that Universal posted about her involvement in Sweet Night. They basically were like, you know, let me let me find the exact thing that they said. Un momento. Here we go. It was a Instagram post. And it said at Melanie Joy Fontana. No, it says all eyes are mm, let me start over. Because I, I didn't see this part. Record breaker. All eyes are on songwriter Melanie Joy Fontana, whose recent work on Sweet Night by Via of BTS has lost the number one spot on iTunes in the most countries in history. Which, because it was right when Sweet Night broke the iTunes record. Yep. Okay. And then, so she was like, oh, thank you. Like, me love you so much. Something like that. Um, that's literally basically what she said. Like me, heart you guys so much. It was like a black heart. I remember. Yeah, and so then people were like, "Here we go again." Like, soon as it goes number one, here you go, taking all the credit. It's not like you didn't do your part on the song, but mm-hmm. you're always like. It's just you, like you just did it by yourself, and then BTS just came and sang the song. And that's not the case. It's like we've been here with Boy with Love. It's the same thing. It's the same thing every time with this girl. Every time. Who knows? You might have just said, Oh my my my. <laughs> Ugh. That is what she did. She that is what, what? she did. You know. Go ahead. It'd be, like, you know, like, as anybody, like, you know, you should be proud of your achievements. Like, you know, 
heck, if you Absolutely. if I was writing for BTS, you know, you have the right to, you know, be happy, you know, you're writing, but to insert yourself literally everywhere and then act as if you're like the one who carries like BTS on their back. Like you actually like, you know, you're acting like a one woman team. You're not the only one on these credits. There are other people on these credits as well. Mm-hmm. Don't be out here acting like <laughs> like just you said, like you made the song and BTS just came here and sang it. Exactly. And her responses are like legitly immature. This is our this is not our first, I guess this is this is not her first rodeo. Here's what time. Um I don't know what somebody said to her, and she was like, I'm gonna tell BTS that their fans are being whatever. <laughs> Racist. She called, she said that we were being racist towards her. Her, a white woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Us. Us. The the people of color. Because it was a black person. Yes. We are being mm. racist towards you. No, girl. Reverse racism doesn't exist. Maybe they might have said some things that you felt were a bit insensitive. They could have even said something bigoted, but bigoted. But what they said wasn't even that. And then you're over here calling people racist. Meanwhile, you got some hot tweets. Some hot tweets, Miss Ma'am, <laughs> that are actually racist. So when you send in that person's take on what you said that you just didn't like because they hurt your little feelings, how about you add in those extra tweets that's actually racist? And then let's see what goes from there. Let's go from there. Mm-hmm. Why you t- As you're telling the board, yes. make sure you include that too. Yeah. the most doing the absolute most and yeah like you said this isn't our first rodeo with her we were here during board with love like where she took all of the credit and once again like you said like if you're writing for bts like that's fine like that's a big deal you go ahead and you go out here and you talk about whatever like that talk about your accomplishments i understand about using that the promotions and stuff like that and the publicity from that, using it to your advantage to put you more into the spotlight so that you can get more songwriting gigs. I completely understand that, too. You know, do your interviews, uh-huh. do your stuff, or whatever like that. But don't act like it's just you. Because literally, you'll be sitting in interviews talking about, and then they were at the stadium singing, the stadium center, singing my song. And I was what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Your song, ma'am? Your song? Yeah. The nerve. I don't it's like the her videos were bad and funny to watch when well, she's talking. I'm just like, mm, okay. Like, ma'am, you really sat in an interview telling us and they're on the stage singing your song. Even if you had wrote the whole thing, because you could be like, oh, that's just semantics. That's not what I meant. No, because even if you had wrote the whole thing, BTS would have then their company would have paid you money. It is no longer your song. It does not matter if you had them. You were sitting on that song for four or five years. Once somebody has it, it's no longer your song. You could be in the interview like, and they were like singing like lyrics that you know that I wrote or whatever like that. I was sitting on that song for like so long and da 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 da. And now you know, and they're up there singing it, and it's their song because you know what? It would be theirs. It's not your song. You're acting like you rec- you recorded the song and then it was like a hit and then they came and did a cover of it. And then they did a cover of it on the stadium at the stadium center. And then and now you're in your interview like, I can't believe they're singing my song. No, girl. 
Oh, girl. Exactly. Yo, she she has a... I'm telling you, like, I don't like to use this word, but she's literally a hypocrite. Anything she says, like, her past tweets are really... <laughs> between, like, you know, like, how, like, you know, she's claiming to be a victim or she claims one thing, but then you look at her past tweets and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there's this one where she says, like, she was, I don't know, this was, like, in, I don't know what year this was, but she said to somebody like I understand promoting and advertising your work and then in brackets she writes it's hard to get seen in it in the industry where the same five names get 99% of the shine close brackets a man a brag ain't ever cute hello is that not literally what I just said mm-hmm. exactly you go out there and you go ahead and you put your name up there but don't act like it was just you. You literally sat in the interview and said, doing the ball with love times, sat in the interview and said, so when I saw Nam June at the, oh, she might've said RM, you know, paraphrasing. She was like, when I saw RM at the, on stage for the Billboard Awards, you know, I asked him, what's it like translating my lyrics to Korean? As if that's all that he did. And then he responded to you with, oh, man, you really saved us with those melodies. And then you still sitting over here thinking that that's all that he did was translate your lyrics when he literally told you and answered you back with with his nice self. Oh, man, you really saved us with those melodies because that's where your input was, girl, because he couldn't just translate the lyrics that you wrote. He had to rewrite them. And he kept certain things that you wrote. You know, we got the Oh my my my, got that. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the missing my mom, baby. That's you. We got that. You know, you got a couple things in there, and the melodies. The melody of "Boy of Love" is great. You did a great job there. Good job, great job. But let's not act like it's just your song and he just translated it. Like that's not do that. Let's not do that. That's the reason why you're still listed there as writer because you did your part and he did his part up there on the stage at the state center singing her song, The Nerve. And they were on the stage singing my song? What? And then every time, like, like if something happened, like, whenever it was, like, you know, doing numbers, because she only speaks up about BTS and stuff whenever it is doing numbers. And she's like, oh, it's doing numbers. Look, mm-hmm. look at me. Look at this me. I did it. Me, me, me. Me, 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 myself, and I featuring Melanie. <laughs> it's absurd. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it's not like we're saying, because she, she then put out an Instagram video. She did an Instagram story where she said, like, you know, there's no such thing as taking credit. Either you wrote the song or you didn't. Like, you know, there's no such thing as taking credit. We're not saying that you took the credit. We know that you are on the credits. However, you seem to not realize that other people are on the credits with you. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is that you're downplaying other people's roles in the song and overplaying what you did and pretending like it's just you. And that Sweet Night just says, written by Melanie. And that's it. As if also your husband's name is also there. Uh, his Ooh. name is there, as well as Adora and V. Like, uh-uh. 
Now, Sweet Night is in English. So, her husband said, I'm sorry, let me go. Please excuse me, let me pull in my screenshot. Please excuse me. Is it in my screenshots or is it in my... Here we go. So, her husband said, I'm going to read this verbatim. Let me zoom in. Replying to an army, he said, she and I wrote, in fact, every single word on Sweet Night by request of the label and be himself. You have no business harassing Melanie. And it's like, okay. But Tay said that he wrote that song. So he had input. And then so then people were like, You literally said that you wrote all of the song. How is that not taking away other people's credit? And by that they mean downplaying. It's not actually saying, you know, you're taking away credit. You know, but you're downplaying people's roles. He's like, I said, we wrote the lyrics. Adore and B wrote the melodies. Team effort. We're all very proud. Oh, wow. It only becomes a team effort when it's convenient. Because otherwise, it's me, me. I did this. Did you see what I did? (laughs) Exactly. And probably within what, from what I've gathered, what actually happened is that they... You know what? Before we even get to that. No, no. I'll say it. What actually happened, what it seems like is that Tay and Dora, they wrote the song. And I think his noise is also credited. But with songwriting, it's like you can get credited if you change like a melody, you know, anything in the song. Like you'll get credited for songwriting. Sometimes even like producers will get credited in songwriting, which, sir, you would definitely know about because from what I know, you're a producer. Okay, so because mm-hmm. if you're coming up with riffs and things like that, you get credited. Okay, fine, whatever. Okay, so they write the song and then they send it to them and then they tell them, like, basically, you know, kind of like the vibe they want. It's coming back and they send it, they do some parts in English or whatever, like that. And then the lyrics were then again changed somewhat to fit exactly what, you know, they wanted. A collaborative effort. They wrote the lyrics in Korean and the melodies. Ugh. And then still came back after the fact and then changed it again. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because Tay takes his music seriously. Because BTS takes their music seriously. You're not about to just tell me that you just you wrote a whole song for BTS and then just handed it to them. After they told you, they were like, okay, this is the melody that we want, and then you write the lyrics, okay, and then we're gonna send it back. That's not how that's not how they operate. You're just not about to tell me that. We know better than that. We know how BTS how serious it is that they take their music. So then he also tweeted, It's incredibly sad to see that some hashtag army have still not learned that different cultures have different ways of talking about achievement achievements. Educate yourself. Before you harass people. Ooh. Okay. So what culture are we speaking of where we take all of the credit for songs or we, we downplay other people's roles in songs, I should say, and completely just act like it was just you? 
or your wife in this case must be their culture or y'all because what culture is that that sounds like privilege to me and you're trying to downplay people of color's roles in their own music in their own music that's on their album to what hype up yourself mm-hmm. and boost your boost your profile no sir so people are like yeah you it's it's definitely like a superiority complex that's happening and so, like, somebody was like, so then uh, Del Bangsan, I think that's her ad, I can't see it in the thing, but off with mute. mute. So, I think it's, I think her ad is Del Bangsan. She's like, what culture? You mean white people's culture and historical behavior to take away from and take credit for POC's work? People of color work? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. And then, like, another person got Mitchy Bangsan here. I'm like, I hope that they never work with you again. You want to be stars so badly. Put your own face out there then. Until then, fall back and get in line. You are not the stars, period. And that's the problem. And that's it. That's the nail on the head. It's like she signs to Universal, mm-hmm. and I want to say she signs to Universal as an artist. And it's like, you can be, you can be the one with the pen. There's plenty of songwriters they got the pen or whatever like that. And it's plenty of producers, well-known producers and stuff like that. You can be all of that. But if you're working, if it's a collaborative effort and it's not just you, and you're not the only one that's writing or the only one that's just producing these songs, it's not just you, then you have to share the credit. If it was just you, then that'd be one thing, but it ain't. Yeah. They're acting like we don't understand the songwriting process. And we do. <laughs> Talking about educating ourselves. Exactly. Talking about some Melanie in that uh in her Instagram story talking about some oh you know me and my husband we're gonna do a podcast I mean I'm sorry we're gonna do an Instagram live where we teach you guys like about the songwriting process and how things work and it's like man we know how things work these guys has been writing with other people for like a while it's like we talk to these every day I always talk to him all the time we've like. People have had like full on questions with this dude. And then like also there's the rise of Black Swan. You got uh yeah. DJ uh Swivel who did Euphoria. We have plenty of people that we talk to. The only problem, the only people that we have a problem with is you is <laughs> and your husband. Mm-hmm. Because y'all want to take the credit for everything. For everything. Like it was just you. Your husband, like I said, me, 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 featuring me, myself, and I, and Melanie. And it's ridiculous. Because, because you know, like, the, it's not like BTS ever get hyped, you know, like, no one, there's not a lot of articles talking about BTS's, like, you know, like, writing and producing. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of that. So, here you come, again, taking credit. Exactly. And what about them? Exactly. There, it's already it's it's hard enough for them to get good articles, other than okay, you know, most of the articles are usually about their fans and stuff like that, records they break, yeah, all that's good. But you know, like, there's not a lot of articles like about how BTS go about their writing process, like the kind of geniuses they are when it comes to the lyrics. There's not a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But this woman doesn't have like I don't know how many articles about her. 
talking about like being the woman behind this record thing, yada yada, and I'm just like, what about what about them? What about BTS? Mm-hmm. And because okay, like you said, like in the U.S., like they don't talk about the songwriting and stuff like that, and then every time it's if it's a song that you did. It's just you. It's just you by yourself. You don't mention anybody else. You don't mention the collaborative. You don't mention like the collaborative effort that you did with the boys, how the songwriting process went with the boys, how like everything was transferred between you guys, the the company connection that you guys have. None of that is ever brought up in an interview. It's just about you, 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 you. But meanwhile, others that have wrote with BTS, we hear about all like the collaborative effort and how things came about and da-da-da-da-da, but we never hear that when it comes to you. And I've read some of these articles that you've been interviewed for. I've watched a couple of these videos because I just wanted to make sure. And mum's the word when it comes to that from you, love. Me. I. <laughs> Meanwhile, when we actually, these like, we can ask him, we can go in and actually ask him and he, like, gives us a rundown of exactly, like, you know, how it was whenever he, uh, he collabed with Big Hit. And he's done it multiple times. Because he did it once before with this other girl. I want to say her name was Charlotte. And so he did it with her. And that was like earlier in the year. And then he did it again recently with somebody else. And I moved with this girl. And I'm so mad that I cannot remember your name right now, ma'am. But she usually, she has on like a, like a little Batman outfit in her, uh, in her, in her profile pic. And her legs are like crossed. And she was asking him questions and stuff like that. And I was very intrigued. Like, he was just answering. He was like, yeah, you know, shoot him off. Go ahead. Give us a Q&A. And gave us the basic whole rundown of how it works. But, you know, a lot of times, a lot of these people are also people of color. And so people of color give other people of color, you know, they just do because they're used. They know what it's like to get downplayed and act like they're not a part of something, you know. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. But not in the case for y'all. And like I said, at the end of the day, even if you have wrote that song all of it by yourself, like you so claim that you did, even though you did not, and it's a teamwork effort later on in life. Even if you did, once they bought the song, it's theirs. But you didn't. So, what was I going to say? So then, also, I want to bring up the fact that an army, ooh, I lost my swipe. An army um ended up talking to their manager. Did you see this? I think I saw, I, yeah, I did. The, uh, what was his name? Graza? Graz? I don't know. Mm-mm. Justin Garcia. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. So, um, he was basically saying, like, you know, that they wrote all of the song. He was like, they did. They did write all of the song. We're not wrong. We sent the full version in all English. Then they translated it. And then the person's like, they translated it to Korean? And he's like, yes, that's how it always works. Then they're like, okay, because you know that Sweet Night is actually all in English, not Korean, right? 
And then he's like, sorry, I think you're misunderstanding. I'm saying that our normal process is to write all English and then it's sent for translation. In this case, we're actually, we were actually sent the song in Korean, then translated it and written completely in English. So yes, they did write it all. Every song is different. And the person's like, with the door and his noise and Taeyong, right? He's like, most of the times we mm-hmm. the song's sent in Korean and it's actually just hard to translate. So it sounds, wait, he says, most of the times we get the songs in Korean and it's actually just hard to translate. So it sounds good. Therefore, there are a ton of rewrites. Okay. Uh, hmm, I don't have the end of it. But like the person is basically like, I, f- I feel like at the end, they were like, okay, so basically, like you're saying, okay, so it's a ton, it's a ton of rewrites and things like that. So again, it's still a collaborative effort. Like, hello? He's saying it like, we just send our English all songs off to go get, they get translated and then they just come out. That's not how it works. Look. It's like, are you lying or is Dom June? My money is on, it's not Dom June. We trust Nam June because Nam June always gives credits. Like on the behind scenes, mm-hmm. he will be dropping names. He's like, uh, you know, like we were we worked with this person, mm-hmm. and he really knows the people he worked with. He just be dropping names. Mm-hmm. He's immersed in all that, and he even said in that live that he kept some of your lyrics. He said it. He was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like I kept the melodies or whatever like that. He was like, but and he gave the reasons why it is that he changed the lyrics and why he had to change them because it didn't work just translated based off the melodies that you had. So he had to rewrite the whole thing. He said that. He said that he gave you a credit. You see how easy it is? That's why we know what's up. Because he said what you did. And what you did is great. The melody is great. That's the thing. We be on my my mind. On my my mind. Like you can be flying. Yeah. And she's talking about some oh, and then like even on her thing when she was thinking like Bubble Love, she was like, Oh, me and like whatever her husband's name is. I can't think of his name. So his name's Michael something. And it's just like me and my husband, you know, we came together. Nah, nah, nah. She's like, I'm like, you know, we came together in this song, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I really want to give a thanks and shout out, like, later on, way down in the caption, like, to my co-writers. And then she puts, like, P-Dog and, like, Halsey. And it's like, mm, and where is Namjoon? Mm-mm. We get to this. And somebody was, like, I guess somebody put, like, uh, it was it was a comparison, like, to how she... Like, you know, she doesn't always write, you know, for K-pop artists. She writes for, like, I guess, Western artists uh-huh. and stuff. And I think the last one she wrote was on Dua Lipa. Lipa. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. I think it was, like, saying, like, the difference between her reaction to that and Sweet Night. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's not all that, oh, it was me. I wrote the song myself. It was our song. And she, she believed in our song. Can you believe Dua Lipa singing our song on her album? Because it's our song. Our song. But it's your song. Your song. Anytime it's BTS. Because, you know, BTS to get you those articles. And BTS to get you that notoriety. And BTS to get you that publicity. And BTS to help boost your profile. You know what you're doing. And we know what you're doing. And so don't play innocent and be like, I'm just trying to spread the love. And we're just sharing our heart oh, and our creative minds. And, and I feel like throwing up. 
in our hearts. She wants to shame in our hearts. He tells you that. Don't do that. Like, you're trying to play us like we're stupid and we're not. Like, this is a very smart fandom and it's a bunch of us. And we all have, so a lot of us are adults, you know? A fandom of all ages. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are adults and we have all different types of jobs. We have people in this fandom that are also in the music industry and also are into songwriting. Yeah. They know exactly what's going on, girl. Like, we know how studio stuff works. I'm not even in the music business, you know, but like, I know how the stuff works from like doing like acting and stuff like that, from like singing in studios and things like that. I know how things work. Like, we go in the studio, like with the producer and everything like that. I've been in studios, girl. I may not be signed to Universal like you, but I know how it works. And you won't play me for a fool. A mess. And she took us overprotective over, and you know, she said, like, V doesn't know us like that. <laughs> and granted, he doesn't. It's not about us being overprotective. It's about telling you what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not even us being overprotective. That's us being like, hey, girl, you're doing, you're doing a whole lot right now, and we need you to calm down. You're, you're, you're taking yeah, a lot. Baby. You're taking a whole lot. You're, you're really overplaying your role. And downplaying other people's, and by and by downplaying, I mean completely not mentioning them at all. Uh-uh. It's not being overprotective. We just called you out. Nobody said, "How dare you disrespect Tim?" Oh my gosh! How dare, how dare you? Nobody was like, "Tim's feelings are going to be hurt." By you, you know, doing this, da 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 da. Most people, you know, some people make okay, maybe some people did say that, but most people were saying the main thing was that you're doing the most and y'all have a superiority complex and we got y'all number. We see you for what it is. And every time y'all do this, we're gonna keep calling y'all out. If y'all continue to write with BTS, you know, because they can continue to work with y'all, whatever, however, but this fandom is not gonna like you. We will never. We will never actually. What? This fandom is not gonna like you. We are gonna be right there singing "Oh my my my" and still don't like you. Mm-hmm. Stay gold and still don't like you. Oh. <laughs> oh, she heard. She had. She. Mm. She has her hooks everywhere. Hmm. She writes for the she writes for the TXT's babies as well. Yep. I call them TXT babies. Mm-hmm. She yeah. writes for them too. She writes for another, I think, two other. K-pop yeah, she writes. Groups. She writes for all these people, but she only takes all of the credit when it comes time to BTS because she uses BTS to get, get her nor- notoriety up. If the other groups are really popping like that, you know, TXT, you know. They popping. Like the song, you know, TXT is what it is. BTS is a household name at this point. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You say BTS, people want to write articles about you because they like, oh, you can get those clicks because of the fandom that they have and things like that. And BTS is a big deal. So of course you're gonna ride BTS's coattails. Because I still cannot get over her in that interview. They were at the Staples Center and they sang my song. What? 
that Mm-mm. that bit of audio, bro. I don't know. Every time she says something, it just feels so like mm-hmm. not sincere. It's yeah. just it's insane. Deep. Like she's just doing a whole too much with the hand gestures. She'd be exaggerating, especially this last Instagram post. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She was doing too much with her hands. <laughs> With a lot of patting herself, a lot of like hands moving around. I'm just like, lady, you are doing too much. No, I was really on the part when she was like, you know, like they don't know y'all, y'all got you guys are being overprotective, and I'm like, that's not even like my mantra. It's like where we being overprotective, like that's not even where I'm at in regards to like fandom. I know some people are, and they feel like you know their mom or whatever like that. No, and oh, we love them, and we just want the best. Da da da. Yes, I want the best for BTS. I'm gonna call you, but we're gonna call you out if if what you're doing is wrong. At the end of the day, it's just that you're doing something is wrong. It's wrong, and we're just gonna call you out on it. It just it is what it is. It's not oh little poor little Tay baby like Tay is a grown man, but we're just gonna call you out. Like this fan just don't have to like you. <laughs> Nobody's like oh my gosh. Tay, like we on we doing reverse posts. Tay, are you all right? Are you okay? Poor Melanie, uh, are you okay? Listen, flowers, like no. All we told you was basically, in a nutshell, fall back. (laughs) And that's you, my one. That's really that on that. I I think she has this perception that just i think it's a lot of people sometimes like just because bts likes you doesn't mean we have to like you exactly we are not the same people like and it goes like you know it goes for us like you know if bts doesn't like you we can like you or i highly doubt it but still yes exactly exactly that we don't have to like you we don't have we really don't did you see what just so when you're out here telling like i'm gonna tell the bts boys i'm just like i do not care i don't like you we like you and nobody. So what? What they gonna do? They gonna they gonna come and ground the whole fandom? Exactly. They gonna come ground Just like that. Cause what, what did we do? What did we do to you? Now, granted, if you're receiving like death threats and things like that, stuff like that, that's okay. absurd. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's the most. Who if like people were doing that, then yeah, then they need to dial that all the way back from doing some most and to being like justifiably annoyed. Because that's the level where, like, we're all at. We're justifiably annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to be, like, cursing at you and all of that, da 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 No. But we can be like, mm, girl, you're doing the most. And your superiority complex is showing. And that privilege is showing. You need to educate yourselves about culture. What culture? And that she, victimization, too. Exactly. She really just acts like we're out to <laughs> get her. The victim. A whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. That's my thought. That's my thought on that. You said, on, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, it literally brought all the fandom together. It did. Everybody came together. We, it was like we rarely agree on, on something, but this one, the entire everybody. Was like, we wash our hands. We're done. I even got on YouTube. And you know how, like, you go on YouTube and sometimes, like, uh, they'll show, like, people's posts instead of, like, the videos. Mm-hmm. It'll just be, like, you know, text. 
it'd be um I forgot yeah. what it's called. Basically, yeah. The little YouTube post. It was multiple YouTubers that post BTS content and was like, it's a rap for Melanie. We don't see it for you. It's done. The whole fandom is like, it's done. You can still be writing your songs. Like I said, BTS can still work with you. And if you write your songs, I'm telling you, we'll be singing them and still don't like you. <laughs> it don't matter. Like, nobody. No, I don't know anybody talking about, you know, what her, her like, post, shit, girl. Always like, thank you for the love. And I'm just like, where? Girl, we have nothing for you. I mean, it's a couple people that still see it for you, but the problem is, is that as a majority, we see you as you just taking you downplaying and by and again by downplaying, actually being like it's just you and not mentioning other people at all. Uh-uh. So pretty much, give credit where credit is due. You exactly. Know? It's all team effort. Yep. It really, really is. But that was funny to exactly because it's like, like the whole thing is the song. The song going number one was not your achievement. It was Tay's achievement. Like yes, like you wrote the song. You know what? I'm not gonna do it. I'm being a dead horse at this point. It's not like she goes. It's not like she's gonna change anyway. It's not. So like, just go ahead and keep collecting your check. Oh, and, the and there's plenty of other people that they can write with as well because they wrote with different writers for, for Black Swan. Black Swan is the jam. Mm-hmm. And we already know how I feel about my time. So, hello. They're not the only people who can write lyrics. So, exactly. big hit. Hello. You know, they were doing just big fine. hit. Yeah, before they came along, we oh, were doing fine. We were doing fantastic. <laughs> They come along and suddenly, oh, mm-hmm. and to have everybody dislike you, yeah, but damn, like said, you, you must have done something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. on you, and yep. But if BTS continues to work with them, like I said, it's perfectly fine. Collect them checks. We just won't like them unless we know something changes. It's always room for growth. Mm-hmm. Unless you come out like, oh, you know, which. <laughs> I highly doubt, but still. I don't know, but it would probably be in your best interest. <laughs> because she's, she's really... I have never seen anybody, like, if all my, like, you know, stand life, my, like, my stand Twitter life, mm-hmm. standing BTS, I have never seen something like this before. Girl, this one, everybody. Even like, no, BTS tried to tell you to shut up. Ooh. <laughs> and you know what they do? They speak... Uh-uh. I was like, yeah, it's, it's done for you. It's, it's curtains for you, ma'am. <laughs> they got nearly like 900,000 followers on there. Mm-hmm. And I sold your husband sweet. Your husband sweet was sitting at a smooth 100 and something likes and BTS chart data had like 30,000. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure right now it's like in like the 70 or 80. That might be even more. My favorite was the fan base that just threw tomatoes. <laughs> oh, the, the the funding. Um, what do you call them? Fund Bangtan. Yeah, maybe it's oh, fun 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 fun. Fun. Yeah. Yep. They out here just like <laughs> <That was cute. laughs> because literally when I 
read his statement, I was like, boo, get off the stage. <laughs> and then I saw them tomatoes and I was like, exactly. <laughs> hey, boo, pass the mic. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, this was the one time that even, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody was over. Everybody came together and was like, so we all agree that this is a mess. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what fan base. I think it was a V fan base. I think it was like you're done or something. Oh yeah, uh, probably was the tape rant. Yeah, that you. Know, I've never seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> we don't all agree on anything. Any other time, we like, half of us would be arguing with the other half. Not a, mm-hmm. not we'd be trying to come to a consensus. It was immediate. Like, oh. Yep. We are done with you. It, we have washed our hands. It is it done. Everybody. It is done. I know some people send a couple of emails over the big hit. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I will say. The manager. It was, listen. It was the manager armies. It was the solos. It was everybody. everybody. <laughs> probably. A and when you know board, and they probably joined in the fun too. Like, it was. Exactly. It was a mess. It was something, something to watch. But yeah, but that is the end of this week's episode. We're going to end it off on Lil Fanta. So yeah, thanks for joining us on this installment of What Goes On BTS. Yep. And we will see you guys not next Thursday, but the Thursday after that, I almost said next Thursday. The Thursday after that. Yep. Two weeks from now. Every two weeks, a new episode. Peace. Bye.